With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. I get it. If you're just starting out building your small business, you might be freaked out with all of the business admin stuff you have to figure out. My advice is, and this might sound a little harsh to hear, but nobody owes you any answers. It's up to you to summon the resilience and resources to get your paperwork sorted and keep it sorted. Although I'm leaning in with some tough love, our sponsor FreshBooks is anything but tough to use, that is. You see, FreshBooks makes cloud accounting software that's so ridiculously easy to use, even for those of you who are intimidated by numbers. Let me tell you what it does. You can create and send a professional looking invoice in about 30 seconds. When you connect FreshBooks to your bank account, it will generate expense reports from what you charge to your credit or debit cards. That's going to make tax time a million times easier for you. FreshBooks can also also show you exactly when a client has looked at your invoice after you sent the email. And you can automate late payment reminders when a client hasn't paid on time. You can check out FreshBooks free for 30 days without a credit card, which is really rare. All you have to do is go to freshbooks.com backslash my taught you and enter my taught you in the how did you hear about a section. Hey guys, this is my leak. This is the My Taught You podcast. And I am here today to do a podcast about how um, in this sort of season in my life, how I have learned to ask for and accept help. Something that I feel like has always sort of been present in the back of my mind, something that I've known, but something that I've never really had to deal with until now. Um, Now that I have been a mother for seven months today, I had no seven months ago, that's crazy. Um, And these last seven months have been awesome. They have been challenging and they have just been all around different. Um, Over the years, I have prided myself in how much I'm able to get done on my own without your help. I don't need you. I do this, right? That is me. Um, Being able to get things done on my own is the crux of my identity. You know, how much I am able to get done is who I am and has been who I am for a very long time. Um... I'm going to go ahead. A lot of this podcast is about me taking responsibility. It really is. It is about me taking responsibility for this. Um, And I think that if I were to go back and try to figure out where this all began and, and how this started, I think that I have just experienced a lot of disappointment over the years. You know, I think that I have expected help and didn't get it. Um, So it's like if you're sitting on the couch and you see me walking into the house with 45 grocery bags between two hands, just 10 fingers, and you don't jump up to help me, 
who are you and how am I supposed to take that? You know, and I think that that is essentially how I've lived my life. And I guess the other side of my taking responsibility for it is that I kind of like to show off how much I can get done on my own, right? I do. And maybe, just maybe, I have conditioned people to stop asking me for help. Um, If I'm not huffing and puffing when I walk in that door and instead I'm holding a cell phone conversation and let's let's call that cell phone conversation a conference call, right? Your girl's getting busy. Why offer to help me? And so uh, before I get started, this is me just sort of laying the foundation. And I don't know if you guys have seen that meme that says when I die, I want the people I did group projects with to lower me into my grave so they can let me down one last time. That is, I feel that meme in my soul. So since I'm taking responsibility for this whole I can't ask for help issue I've had since forever and ever, I want to start my very first uh, bullet for this is I'm going to start with my incredibly high expectations. I have incredibly high expectations. And if I think about where they come from, Um, I can immediately think of what's been happening in my house this week. My mom has been here all week and she's been tackling all of the dusty corners of my house. There are a lot of dusty corners. She started with my son's closet and drawers. She took every single thing out, washed, folded, ironed, reorganized, and color-coded. The closet looks perfect. She then went to my bathroom, pulled out everything, trashed the old stuff, reorganized the skincare, cleansers, moisturizers, masks and treatments, bath products, body care, hair care, and so on. My mom is thorough AF. You know what that means. So as I'm watching her do these things cheerfully, I'm starting to see where I just may have gotten some of this from. I'm also beginning to understand that I hold most people to this standard or expectation. My mother handles tasks very well. She doesn't just do things. She always goes above and beyond. I've always been that way. We don't cut corners. Perhaps, just maybe, I'm holding people to an unachievable expectation. My second bullet is I have even higher expectations of myself. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm trying to figure out why I have had such a hard time basically asking for or accepting help. And so what I'm realizing, first point, is that I just have incredibly high expectations. The second point is I have high, even higher expectations of myself. In an article titled, The Problem with High Expectations, I read, High expectations can have a positive effect. People need a high bar to stretch towards, but I think many of us take it too far. We slip so easily into criticisms of ourselves and those around us, family, friends, coworkers, public figures, that we no longer expect people to be human beings. And when we shame ourselves and others for failing, we make things worse. So, How am I working through some of this? Because I'm not completely there. Um, The way that now that I have sort of assessed my expectations that I put on others and that I put on myself, I have been practicing self-compassion. What the heck is self-compassion, you guys? Self-compassion entails being warm and understanding towards ourselves when we suffer 
when we fail, when we feel inadequate, rather than ignoring our pain um, and kind of getting on top of ourselves with self-criticism. People can't always be or get exactly what they want, right? So that is something that we have to kind of come to terms with. Uh, And when we when this reality is denied or fought against suffering increases in the form of stress, frustration, and self-criticism. So this is a definition that I got about self-compassion. The very definition of being human means that one is mortal, vulnerable, and imperfect. This is all stuff I know, but this is all stuff that I've had to really sort of sink my teeth in and deal with. And, the sort of the crux of being self-compassionate is basically having this balanced approach to the negative emotions. So I have had to downshift about as low as I could possibly go in my life right now. I am not working at the pace that I have worked for the past. I don't know how many years you guys, I haven't, I used to do a ton of meetings and calls every day. Um, I, you know, several, uh, probably, you know, elite tons and tons of emails. And now I'm doing just a few emails a day. I'm doing, you know, one or two calls a day. And as you can tell, if you follow me with the podcast, I'm not, you know, I'm doing a very limited number of podcasts and I'm not doing a ton of speaking engagements this year. I am on the road with my um, Essence and Northwestern Mutual Path to Power Tour. Final stop is going to be in Atlanta. Uh, I think the last stop is November 8th in Atlanta. And so I just have been doing, um, I've really just sort of downshifted and Over the past seven months, I've had to constantly check in with myself and remind myself of where I am in my life right now. You know, I am constantly preaching that life is more of a jungle gym than it is a ladder and we aren't going to press right up to the top. Um, Sometimes in our lives, we're going to have to go down or straight across. Um, And right now I'm not charging to the top. I know this, uh, but it's such it's such a hard reality when I've spent the last decade plus racing to the top. I every day I'm just taking deep breaths and reminding myself I'm in a different season, right? I'm in a different season. And I I can easily tell somebody else that. I can easily tell somebody else that. You write me a letter, you run into me and you're like, My league, I just had a baby and I want to start a business and this and that. And I'm like you know, now is not the time or now may not be your time. And, you know, you can look at people doing things and you want to have the energy, right? I want to have the energy and I want to do everything well. But the truth is that it's not my season. It's not my season for really charging. You know, it's my season of kind of humming along for a little bit. And I'm not going to hum along forever, but, you know... I think my biggest sort of life struggle right now is giving myself the grace daily to not be most popping, right? Like that's just not where I am and it's okay. And that doesn't make me a failure. That doesn't make me lazy. Um, Cause I think sometimes we do that. It's like when we're in that space of grace and really just not charging forward, we start comparing ourselves. We start beating ourselves up. And every day I'm reminding myself, what was the point, my leak? 
What was the point of working your butt off so hard for so long if you're not going to use the sort of grace coupons that you've built up? If you're not going to use these tokens in life? You're just going to waste these. You're just going to keep charging along and just keep going and never ever use um, this sort of grace that you've built up, right? When we're working really hard like this and we what we can't see is that we have worked to sort of like, if I just, if I think about, let's just say, you have worked and worked and worked and worked and you sort of you're charging towards the top of this mountain and you've never stopped to look back to see how far ahead you really are and at some point you're going to need to bend over you're going to need to put your hands on your knees you're going to need to put your head down and you're going to need to catch your breath before you continue toward the top of the mountain and that is where I am I have to catch my breath because I had this desire to um, add more to my table, you know, add more to uh, my life and adding Noah to my life. So it was like, okay, I had the career thing down. Then I added the relationship thing and I, and I felt good about where that was. And then we decided to add a child to this mix and, There's just no way that I can continue to charge toward the top of the mountain as fast as I was going without kind of sitting down, catching my breath and really sort of reevaluating how I'm going to continue toward the top of this mountain with, you know, someone else sort of on my back. And so that's where I am. So understanding that that's where I am, um, I, I have gotten more comfortable asking for help. So the past 12 minutes of this podcast, I pray that it wasn't the ramble that it felt like it was, was sort of just like me assessing where I am or have been. Um, And before I learned to ask for help, I've had to start with learning to accept help when offered. Um, And I want to tell you that I'm still a work in progress on this. So accepting, accepting help is hard because I have created this narrative in my head and outwardly that I am the one that provides all of the help to everyone all of the time. I have to remind myself that giving and receiving are necessary in the life cycle. And in order for life to continue, we must always be giving and receiving in this sort of equal and balanced way. And I want you to know that I'm making all of this up. <laughs> no one told me this, but I feel like it makes sense, right? Um, something will die if it's always giving and not receiving. So if something is constantly outwardly pouring and nothing is ever coming back in, it will be empty and it will die. If I don't charge my cell phone and all I do is use it, it's going to die. Um, I feel the same way for always receiving and not giving. How is that balanced? If something is too full, if something is constantly receiving and doesn't give anything up, it will burst. The balloon will burst. If you keep filling it with water or air, it eventually bursts. Um, But here is why I, I think that I have realized it is hardest to accept help 
because that requires you giving up control, right? I, I want to always have the control and I like things exactly how I like them. And I'm learning that if I want to complain or have a comment about how the man might be changing a poopy diaper, then that means that I'm doing it, you know? And so I'm learning like, you know what, if he wants to use 150 wipes versus just putting this baby in the bathtub, um, shut up my leak, shut up and let people do things the way that they're going to do them, even though it may not be the way that you do it. Because guess what? If you always want things done your way, then you're always going to be doing them. So I've had to just apply that to everything at work as well. Things may not be exactly how I want them done, but they're done and they're not bad. They're just not the way that I've been doing them. And so lately I've been learning to live in the close enough. It's close enough. Um, Nobody's dying and things are still being done well. They're just not being done the way that I want them. And I've had to do some self work, W-O-R-K, on my self-worth, W-O-R-T-H. I have had to do some self-work on my self-worth. Why don't I feel worthy of receiving help? That's the real, that's the real, right? It's like, yeah, I've built up this narrative, but the truth is that I don't feel worthy. And I think that some of that comes from, I wasn't exactly praised for doing good things or the right things. So somewhere I've convinced myself that maybe I'm not worthy of receiving. And I think my biggest sort of aha moment, and I feel like this podcast is, should be how I am learning to ask for and accept help. That's a better title. And I think I'm going to change it because I haven't fully learned how I'm learning. But my biggest sort of aha moment, you guys, has been this. You don't have to return love. You don't have to return love. And this is this is how I'm going to sort of break this down and how I've sort of rationalized this in my mind. I give without expectation of anything in return. But why can't I receive without feeling like I have to always return what I've been given? Example, someone had a baby a few months older than mine and sent us a bunch of baby gifts recently. And right after I thanked her, I asked for her address because I immediately felt guilt for not thinking of her the way that she thought of me and my baby. But then I've paused because, like I said, I am learning and trying to work through this because it doesn't make me a bad person um, that I didn't think to do the same thing. Um, and I had to realize, like, you're placing really high expectations on yourself, my league, right? And so... <laughs> I didn't send anything back. Like I didn't send them a gift because I, I, I'm working. I have to stop doing that. It is okay for someone to express love to you without you feeling like you have to return love to them in the way that they gave it to you. And so I don't always have to repay someone doing something for me. It is okay for me to receive love. I don't have to return it. Um, and so here's what I sort of know. We don't want to ask for help out of fear. Fear of overstepping a friendship. Fear of appearing too needy. Fear of opposing, imposing on someone. 
fear of revealing our struggle and people realizing that we don't really have it all together, you know, and we really have to kind of cut that narrative of just being like, you know, wanting to come across as always having it all together. And I think I try to show sort of a bit more balance, but I think that in my life, in my personal life, I haven't done the best job of just being like, you know, some things are falling apart and I need to ask for help. Um, but, uh, there's a, a lady by the name of Margie Worrell, I think is how you say her name. And she wrote a book named Brave. And she says that, um, when you don't ask for help, when you need it, you assume all of a burden that might easily and gladly be shared. Um, you also deprive those who'd love to assist you of the opportunity to do so. She says, the truth is that we all have gifts to share time, talent, connections, insight, experiences, skills, resources, hospitality, and most people would love to share them. So go ahead and risk the possibility of seeming needy or of being rejected um, and reach out and ask for help when you need it. Um, it can help us when we're struggling, but we also give people the opportunity to make a difference, you know, and when we allow people to help us, we help them feel more comfortable asking for help themselves, right? It's kind of like this, this cyclical giving and giving and, and sort of that, that thing that I made up about how things will die if they're not exchanging all of the time. So how many times the next time you are afraid to ask for help, right? Knowing full well that you need help. Think about how many times you've happily or excitedly done something nice for someone and didn't want anything in return. And, and think about that when you start to feel afraid of imposing oh they have kids they have a job they're very busy stop it stop right in that moment and think about how many times you've helped and so now I'm learning to think of that feeling I get when helping others when I'm in my vulnerable place and needing help so who wants to come over and help me you guys have a good one